0: All right, I'm going live with this podcast before I'm at least I'm recording this podcast before the Packers make their final selection in the 2023 NFL draft. They ended up keeping all nine picks today. So wow, 13 picks in this draft overall for the Packers. And of course, they haven't drafted yet with the last one as I record this. So maybe it'll just be 12, but I'm pretty sure they're going to make this pick. Uh, Already seven picks or eight picks in the books today, four in the first two days, Right now, as I'm recording, there's uh, pick 253 just in, two more to go, then the Packers at uh, 256. So, getting close to the end of this. And hopefully, it happens while I'm recording so I can discuss that. But uh, let's start at the top. Packers opened up the day 116 with Colby Wooden, the defensive lineman out of Auburn. Uh, apparently, the Packers plan on using him on the inside, um, which makes sense at D Tackle. I'm going to look up something on him here. I. I Kind of read up and learned a few things about each guy they drafted, but uh, just to uh, just to give you a thought, um, Wooden himself quote: "This is from Matt Steinman on Twitter. Uh, coming from Auburn, I know we got Rudy Ford up there, and I definitely watch Rashawn Gary come off the edge, Preston Smith, Kenny Clark. I watch all those guys, watched all their film, watched all their tapes, try to use some of the things they do. Very exciting there with uh, with Colby Wooden uh, coming out of Auburn, third three year starter." there uh in terms of the relative athletic score which is a metric that the uh at least athletic profile that the packers have he can fit it he can fit it you look at his d tackle ras score 9.55 out of 10 uh elite composite speed grade this is via kent lee platt who uh at math bomb on twitter who kind of created the the relative athletic score metric so uh wooden is really good in that regard Uh, A lot of people saying that maybe he takes over kind of the Kingsley Kiki role, or at least what the Packers wanted to see from him before it just ended weirdly. Uh, And I can see that. I mean, I had to take a drink. I'm sorry. Um, Yeah, I think think kind of beefing up the interior is a good idea. Uh, Getting guys that can play next to Kenny Clark, getting guys that can play behind Devontae Wyatt uh they're just adding more and more to this front and you got to remember that they're probably going to have kind of a weird rotation to start the season when Rashawn Gary is uh is injured because he will not be back to start the year coming off of the ACL so uh you know getting him in the mix I think we're going to see a lot of Van Ness early earlier than we would if Gary was healthy um so yeah I like the Colby Wooden pick they started that 116 149 I mean out of all the quarterbacks to take, and I'm not against taking a quarterback, you need to fill that room up, get a guy in there, but Sean Clifford at 149 feels like the reach of the century. Uh, Sean Clifford struggled in his last year at Penn State, started out well there, and then really, really fell apart in the last couple of years, I think. Uh, he probably wouldn't have been the five quarterbacks I would have taken at this spot, but I'm not an NFL GM, and Brian Gutekunst is, so... I'm just saying it felt weird, but they made up for it. Uh, 159, they took wide receiver Dontavius Wicks out of Virginia, who kind of saw a dip in production in his last year of Virginia, uh, but had some really good numbers prior to that. Uh, six foot two, 208 pounds, get a little physicality, use him in the blocking game a little bit, I think. Uh, they're going to need more of that with uh, Alan Lazard gone. Uh, but his 2021 season – his sophomore year after he had the injury in 2020 uh 1200 yards and nine touchdowns for Dontavius wakes last year not so much I only played eight games at 430 yards two touchdowns um the one game that I really watched him was against Illinois and Devin Witherspoon really let him have it in that game that was a tough one for sure but Witherspoon was the best corner in this draft according to where he was taken so take that with a grain of salt but uh yeah, he 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 uh yeah, he he struggled. Two catches for 23 yards in that game. But the year before that against Illinois, he had 69 yards and a, and two touchdowns. So, you know, things change a little bit. But uh yeah, Dontavian Wicks, I like that pick a lot. Another guy that had a really good athletic score. Um overall, a nice job there with uh with this pick, kind of making up for the Sean Clifford pick, which was very bizarre, I have to say. Uh, Then you move on to number 179, Carl Brooks, the D lineman out of Bowling Green, who I love this pick. A lot of Packers, people love this pick. A lot of scouts or a lot of people who watch the Packers, uh, watch the film and stuff and know things about this player. Yeah. Yeah. Third most pressures in FBS last year on the quarterback, Bowling Green. Yeah, he's legit. He's legit. This was a great pick, I think. Uh, He was 2022 PFF, first-team All-American, 2022 Pro Football Network, honorable mention All-American, senior bowl invitee in 2022 first-team. So, I mean, hey, Carl Brooks is a damn good football player from all accounts, all the things that I've read about him. And uh, this is a really good pick, especially at the spot that they got him at, 179. This might be their pick of the day, I think, Um, if you think about it. This might be the pick of the day with Carl Brooks. I think it's between him and a guy that we'll discuss here soon. Uh, 207, pretty much signaling the end of the Mason Crosby era. We already knew it was going to happen, given the fact that he's a free agent just sitting there right now, and plus the age. uh, They get a kicker. A lot of kickers taken, especially the fact that Jake Moody, who was the best kicker in this draft by all accounts, Number 99 pick to San Francisco. So the, the Packers get a kicker at 207. It's Anders Carlson from Auburn, brother of Daniel Carlson, a two-time all pro with the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh Anders Carlson, a little up and down in college, had an injury. Seems to be a trend for a lot of these Packers draft picks is that they had injuries. But uh Anders Carlson, I think the approach with college kickers at this point, especially if you're gonna the Packers just took a wide receiver, Grant Dubose, DuBose uh out of Charlotte at 256. To end the draft, let me write this down here, folks. So two receivers taken today, one yesterday, three overall. A lot of offensive picks and no offensive linemen taken in this draft by the Packers. That's kind of surprising. Let's uh, let me just real quick before I get back to Carlton a little bit. Let's look at the uh, RAS for Grant Dubose. Dubose, uh, eight point one five as of March fourth and April tenth is final. RIS 8.78, which is in the green. He was good in all four categories of composite size, speed, explosion, and agility. Good in all those ranges. Uh, Not the fastest guy, but overall, not bad. Um, Yeah, let's see the size here. I want to see. This is a this is a nice pick here. I think. Uh, let's see. Nine touchdowns last year. Seven eight. Yeah. 6-3, 200. So they get a little bit bigger at receiver. Uh, after taking a Jaden Reed on day day two, they they take a couple of bigger receivers in day three. Um, but this that's a good pick there, Grant Dubose. The uh, two hundred fifty six pick. The final pick for the backers. So anyway, with college kickers, I think your approach has to be this. It has to be. Let's see what happens. That's where I'm at because they didn't bring in a veteran kicker. Kickers, it's such a it's such a you know, it's such a uh, a volatile position in football. Year to year, it's like relievers in baseball, is kind of how kickers are. But I think kickers you can maybe rely on a little bit more consistency with the best of the best, and that's probably the same thing like Mariano Rivera, like uh, Justin Tucker, you're gonna be able to rely on, but there's other guys like Daniel Carlson was not very good at the beginning of his career. Two-time All-Pro, so we'll see. Uh, we'll see how long they stick around here with uh, with anders Carlson, but that's your kicker of the future. Six foot five, big body. Um, I think he had six kicks of uh, above fifty yards at Auburn. So we'll see. Best of luck, obviously. Uh, Two thirty-two is a pick that Mel Kiper Jr. was raving about. How he thinks Carrington Valentine, the cornerback out of Kentucky, could be a starter in the NFL one day. Which I say what you will about Mel Kiper Jr., but I think it means something. That he talks about a guy that they got a two thirty two like that. Carrying uh, to Valentine's another guy with a good relative athletic score. And you're going to hear this talked about every year with the draft with the Packers, but that's just what it is. Nine point two nine RAS score. It's actually RAS, not RAS score, but uh, elite explosion grade from Kent Lee Platt, the creator Math MathBomb on Twitter, the creator of the RAS uh, composite speed grade, elite four 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 forty. Uh, yeah, this'll do. This'll do. Um, and if anything, some of these guys you take in these later, uh, later rounds, they end up being, uh, you know, special teamers, right? So either way, uh, Carrington Valentine, good pick. Uh, 235, they go running back. They go with Lou Nichols, who visited the Packers before the draft. Um, didn't do any testing, any athletic testing, but uh, a nice running back, big six, five uh, eleven, sorry, five eleven, two twenty two. Uh, played at Central Michigan. Looks old. Looks like a guy who's been there, done that. seen seen some things. Uh, I like it. You know, I saw a comparison for him with uh, Legarrette Blunt. So we'll see what you get from Lou Nichols the third, the running back they picked at two thirty five. Uh, got to get another running back in that room with Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon, and uh, we'll see if Lou Nichols is that guy. But pre-draft visits matter, obviously, for the Packers because a lot of years they've taken. Uh, Sean Clifford's the guy that visited, so a lot of years where they've taken uh, they've taken guys um, that visited them before the draft. No doubts. Uh, okay, next up we have two forty-two, which I think might be their pick of the day. Even though I think I still like the Carl Brooks pick the most. I want that on record. That's where I feel. That's how I feel about it. Um, Anthony Johnson, Jr., the cornerback out of I- – or the sorry, the safety out of Iowa State. Uh, sitting on the board for a while. A lot of people liked him. Um, yeah, by the way, this is the first time since 2015 the Packers haven't taken an offensive lineman. That was a bad draft class, but uh, that's via Andy Herman, at Andy Herman NFL on Twitter. Anthony Johnson, Jr., RAS. Pretty good. 9.27, uh, elite speed grade. Didn't run a great 40, but his 20 yard split, 10 yard split were good. Uh, elite explosion grade or great explosion grade. Um, fit the bill in that regard. Uh, 9.27, 66th out of uh, safeties from 19 out of. He was 66th out of 896 safeties from 1987 to 2023. Athletically flits the profile, uh, fell into their lap at 242. Believe it or not, Chris Collinsworth, his mock draft on the podcast version for PFF, he had Anthony Johnson Jr. going 28th to the Bengals, which that was just kind of a crazy, weird prediction. He said that there's always that guy that everyone's stunned that he goes in the first round. That would have been his pick for that. But, uh, Either way, you get a guy like this that fits the profiles, made some great plays at Iowa State. You get him at 242. I like that a lot. I think that's maybe their best value pick between him and Carl Brooks. Uh, And then 256, like I said, Grant DuBose, the wide receiver out of Charlotte. Uh, If anything, this ends the Samori Torre era in Green Bay. Because now in the wide receiver room, you have Watson, You have Dobbs. I'm writing these down as I say them. You have Jaden Reed. You have uh, Dontavion Wicks. And you have Grant DuBose. And you have the possibility of a wide receiver still being taken. So that's five guys right there that are guaranteed to be getting a shot, I think, this year. Um and Samori Torre is pretty much your sixth guy in that regard. But if you get a veteran, that's seven. Are you going to carry seven receivers with the amount of tight end stuff you want to do now? Because in the tight end room, you have four guys. You have Luke Musgrave, who they drafted in the second round last night. You have Tucker Kraft, who they drafted in the third round last night. And you have Josiah DeGuara, the H-back. And you have Tyler Davis, who's going to factor in somewhere. So just for fun here, if I had to guess the Packers' offensive starters – In week one, this would be my guess on offense. Week one starters. Okay, so writing it down as I do it. Your quarterback is Jordan Love. Your running back is Aaron Jones. Your wide receivers, we're going to go three here. We're going to go Watson, Dobbs, and Reed because I still think there's a chance that they bring in a veteran, so maybe he would start. I don't know who that would be per se, but Uh, Those three right there, very young wide receiver room with a young quarterback. You're starting tight end. We're just going to have one in here, even though I think it could be multiple. I think it's going to be the the rookie, Luke Musgrave. It's going to be a very young team, folks. There's going to be growing pains here. you got to be ready for that. 2023 is kind of a reset, figure things out year, and 2024 is now we go year, I think. Uh, On the offensive line, left tackle, I think you got David Bakhtiari. Obviously, if he's healthy, hopefully. I think left guard, you got – Elton Jenkins, Um, I think center. Hopefully you get a better year from Josh Myers, who struggled last season in a lot of spots. Um, Right guard, I think this is a tough call. I think Sean Ryan's going to be in the mix here. Uh, But I'm going to say it's going to be John Runyon, I think. And then I'm going to go out on a limb and say Zach Tom is your starting right tackle with uh, a competition between him and Yash Nyman for that spot. So I'm going to go there for that. I'm going to go there. Uh, But that's my starting offense. In terms of defense, I think the injuries make it a little bit more complicated. Uh, But I think obviously, I won't write this down, but along the interior you have Kenny Clark. You probably have TJ Slayton and Devontae Wyatt somewhere in there. And then you have Preston Smith, Lucas Van Es factoring in on the edge. Uh, linebacker, I think you have uh, Rashawn Gary won't be ready. So you're going to have uh, on the inside Devondre Campbell and Quay Walker. You're going to see Kingsley and Iqbarri rotate a- around different spots as well, I think. I think Justin Hollins will factor in a little bit, look good after they signed him middle of last season. In the secondary, you're going to have Jair, uh, obviously, and Rasul Douglas on uh, on the outside. And then you got to have somebody in the slot. Eric Stokes probably won't be ready to start the year. Who knows who they're going to have? Uh, on the outside or in the slot, I guess I should say, um, at safety or at uh, slot corner. But uh, you also have Tarvarius Moore in the mix here as well. Um, Tarvarius Moore is a safety that's veteran. We'll see if he factors in. But Darnell Savage, Rudy Ford is still there. There's still some draft picks that could that could factor in somewhere. But obviously now your your returners, Keyshawn Nixon's going to return, but I think Jaden Reed will factor into the return game somewhat. I think Anders Carlson's your kicker, Pat O'Donnell's your punter, and this is going to be a really, really fun camp. I'm excited to follow camp uh, this year with all the different competitions that are going to be happening. Sorry, I was putting something away. All the other, all the different competitions that are going to be happening in this camp, uh, just the feel of the camp, given the the idea that this is just such a young team. There's a lot of things to still be figured out uh no rogers it's going to be a completely different field to the to the camp rookie mini camp starts next weekend that'll be a good time but uh yeah thank you for listening uh i think the next time i do a packers podcast will be my season preview maybe we'll talk about the schedule maybe i'll do one for the schedule but we'll see uh thank you everybody for listening to all the draft stuff this week and uh i'll see you next time S- more stuff coming to the Substack stack within the next couple of weeks so stay tuned